Good evening and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the South Side and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. Serving today as your lector and musician, my name is Thomas Conroy and our presider is Father Michael. Holy wisdom, lamp of learning, bless the light that reason lends. Teach us judgment as we kindle sparks of thought your spirit sends. Sanctify our search for knowledge and the truth that sets us free. Come illumine mind and spirit joined in deepest unity. Holy God, the hope of nations, tune us toward your righteous will. As a symphony of ages claims our best, our finest skill, shape our search for peace and justice through prophetic deed and word. Christ conduct us, set our rhythm. Let God's praise be ever heard. Gathering in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And good evening, everyone. We're celebrating the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time after having celebrated All Saints and All Souls last weekend. And this is one of the few final weeks of Ordinary Time we have before we celebrate Christ the King in two weeks and then move into the Advent season. So coming to the end of the liturgical year, um, notice it's a bit darker, right? Because time changed last weekend as well. Um, and then, of course, uh, today we got the results of the election finally as well. So we're holding those things prayerfully in our hearts as we gather. As we gather, we know we continue to be called into discipleship, into the way and the walk of the Lord. And to do so, we must hold that flame of faith alive in our hearts and share that with one another. As we begin, let us ask God's grace and ask God's mercy. Lord Jesus, you have called us to follow. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you have given us the flame of your spirit. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you send us forth to share and to build your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep us from all adversity, so that unhindered in mind and body alike, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Resplendent 
and unfading is wisdom, and she is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known in anticipation of their desire. Whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed, for he shall find her sitting by his gate. For taking thought of wisdom is the perfection of prudence, and whoever for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care, because she makes her own rounds, seeking those worthy of her, and graciously appears to them in the ways, and meets them with all solicitude. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 63. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. O God, you are my God whom I seek. For you my flesh pines and my soul thirsts like the earth, parched, lifeless, and without water. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus have I gazed toward you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory, for your kindness is a greater good than life. My lips shall glorify you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus will I bless you while I live. Lifting up my hands, I will call upon your name. As with the riches of a banquet shall my soul be satisfied, and with exultant lips my mouth shall praise you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. I will remember you upon my couch and through the night. Watches I will meditate on you. You are my help. And in the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, about those who have fallen asleep, so that you may not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, so too will God, through Jesus, bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Indeed, we tell you this on the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will surely not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself, with a word of command, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, will come down from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, 
will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus, we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, console one another with these words. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Stay awake and be ready, for you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out and meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When you and I were baptized as Christians, Catholic Christians, most of us, as we were baptized, there was a candle given. And that candle, uh, for most of us, was given to, uh, well, it was held by probably one of our godparents or our parents for us as infants. If we were adults, our godparent would have literally handed the candle to us. And that was after we were baptized, 
in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, after we were anointed with the chrism of salvation as priest, prophet, and king, and the candle was handed either to you or to a godparent, and here are basically the words that were spoken in the rite of baptism, whether it's an infant or whether we're baptizing adults after the RCAA process. Receive the light of Christ. For parents, this light is entrusted to you to be kept burning brightly. If it's given to us, this light is entrusted to you to be kept burning brightly. You are a child of the light and are to always walk as a child of the light so that when the Lord comes, you can go out to greet him with all of the saints in the heavenly kingdom. Those are the words, or similar to the words, that are spoken within the baptismal rite, whether it's with infants or adults. Do you hear in that today's gospel? Do you hear that? The virgins trimming their wicks. The bridegroom is here. Go out to greet him. And so this gospel passage was the very passage that was in mind as that baptismal rite that we use now was written. And each of every one of us has a flame that we hold. And we need to hold that flame in both Attentiveness, I'll just say, well, I'll use that word, attentiveness, that includes both a great urgency and attentiveness to God's presence now, as well as a deep, trustful patience. Uh, what a week it has been, huh? Right? Uh, no matter which side of the aisle you were on, this has been a challenging week, and people have been edgy, to say the least. Most people that I've talked to have been constantly at the television or on some sort of screen or device, constantly checking. We are used to, in the country of the United States, to have an election day, right? <laughs> and so we're used to getting the results. Uh, within 24 hours, but that has not been the case this year. And of course, that has not been the case for many, many reasons, right? When in the context of who we are right now, within a crazy, crazy year, a year of pandemic, within a year of a very contentious uh, uh, leading up to the election uh, and, and with political ads and things, right? And, and then, then leading, all that leading into and all the, the struggle and emotion of the year and now coming to this and then we weren't getting results. And again, I'm not making a, any comment about which side, you know, we know the, the results of that right now. I'm talking about that delay. <laughs> what did that do to our minds and hearts? We as God's people, we as, well, I don't say as God's people, we as a country, right, are so used to something happening within a 24-hour period. And when there was a delay, it was incredibly challenging and hard for us. We as a people, especially within first world countries too, have become very used to getting things and results immediately. And so when we don't, it's so hard and so challenging. The scripture passages that we hear proclaimed today, the gospel 
as well as the reading from Paul to the Thessalonians, are dealing with what all the early church had to deal with, which was understanding God's presence, God's kingdom, the call to discipleship in the midst of delay and how to do it. The passage we heard from Paul to the Thessalonians uh, actually says, let's not grieve like those who have no hope. And it's actually dealing with the reality of what they thought was going to be the second coming, the full coming of Christ, the completion of God's kingdom within their very lifetime. And what they're dealing with is they're watching their friends and their families starting to die. And so they're asking questions like, wait a second, I thought this was going to happen. I thought the fullness, the completion of this was going to be right here and now it's not and so now what what about our loved ones and so Paul goes in and says grieve like those who have no hope and then what will happen is those who have gone before us will be basically first in line when it comes to the fullness of the completion so they're dealing with what to do in the reality of delay how to hold a sense of trustful patience and at the same time, too, a sense of urgency and attentiveness. The gospel passage, the parable that we hear proclaimed, Jesus is on his walk to Jerusalem now. He's in Jerusalem. We're at the end of the gospel of Matthew. He's actually been in quite conflict with the religious leaders of the time. We know there's been that building tension, and we know we're coming to the end of the liturgical year, and that's what happens. And Jesus speaks a few parables, and this one is about what to do in the midst of the gift that has been given, how to be attentive and keep the urgency as well as to do so with prudence and with trustful patience. And we're not so good at that. Keep the candle of faith and flame alive. Hold on to it with urgency as well as trusting patience. We've been over the uh, last month now uh, talking about uh, the community covenant as well as the particular part of the community covenant that we're in. Remember, the community covenant is really a vision, if you will, about who we are and who we want to be as God's people. It has six kind of sections or sacred commitments of action in it, uh, verbs. Uh, we pray, we invite, we serve, we nurture, we go forth, and we embrace the call to discipleship. We've been focusing on that first one now for the last several weeks and there's been two videos that have been released about we pray we've been encouraging people to get into those videos at least to get some base of what this community covenant is all about so we've been focusing on that relationship with God that is both a communal relationship of prayer and an individual relationship with prayer now there are hundreds, thousands of ways, more than that, for us to pray as God's people. Prayer that is an individual and communal relationship with God. You know, there's the traditional ways we pray. There's here, this communal celebration, the celebration of word, sacrament, community. There's rosaries, there's devotions, there's, um, uh, th there's some of the traditional prayers of the church. There's uh, other ways, there's centering prayer, there's the examine from, from the Ignatian tradition and Jesuits. There's so many ways for us to pray. But again, all of those are supposed to center us in our baptismal call and identity, which is a relationship within 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The more we pray, the more we're able to live as a follower of Christ and a disciple in the context of our everyday lives. And the context of our everyday lives are full of urgency and delay. The more we live and rest in a loving relationship with God, the more we are attentive to God's presence, to the needs of those around us, to to the connections we have with others in all of creation, and the more trustful patience we have when things don't go the way we think they're supposed to, right? Or they, 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 they unfold in a different way or a different time. That's what a loving, prayerful relationship does for us. And it helps us as God's people to live in that relationship. Each of us, as God's baptized people, in baptism, were given a light a light of relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that encourages us to be attentive to God's presence, God's working, and God's action. And that presence and that attentiveness lives in both an urgency, a prudence, as well as a patient trust as the journey of our lives unfolds. Can we hold the candle that has been given to us burning brightly? With trust in the God of life that walks with us as God's people, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Let our response be, hear us, O Lord. We pray for an end to prejudice, racism, and violence. We pray, hear us, O Lord. For a healing of our nation, that God will mend our wounded relationships and mistrust and help us to work together for the common good, we pray. For our nation and our world still struggling, struggling under the weight of COVID pandemic, that our dead may be honored, abatement may come quickly, and safety in our communities may increase, we pray. For all of those who have served our nation, that they may enjoy rest and be blessed with health and peace. We pray. For all those who have died in this parish community and family, especially Irene Hovannik, Antoinette Pesacrita, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Today we remember Irene Cardillo, the intentions that are present here on our altar, and those that we hold now in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. Lord God, hear the needs and prayers and petitions of your people, your church. We make them in your name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Trusting in the kingdom of God at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You said to your apostles and to us, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but on the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace, everyone. A couple of parish announcements. The weekend masses here um, have reached or come close to reaching capacity now for several weeks. And so, uh, especially, by the way, at the 11.30 a.m. Mass Sunday morning. So beginning November 22nd, that is the Feast of Christ the King, we're going to be adding a Mass here at St. Mary of the Mount. It will be at 8 a.m. in the morning. And so here we will have five Saturday night, 8 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. And then at Adelbert's Church, Prince of Peace in the South Side, we have 4 p.m. and then 9 a.m. Um, so the, the masses, by the way, at St. Adelbert's, remember, Adelbert's holds like twice the amount <laughs> at St. Mary the Mount. Those have not been to capacity. So hopefully with adding the mass and encouraging people too, to, you know, uh, you're welcome to cross that soon-to-be merged parish boundary. Um, the 4 o'clock and the 9 o'clock are also available um, and, and are not anywhere near capacity. So, okay. Also, uh, with weather turning colder, we're going to start doing confessions in church. We've been doing them in the parking lot and in the courtyard. So this week, um, we started doing confessions inside. They will be in open spaces within the church, not in the little boxes. Parishes offering, again, implicit bias training workshop. It's held over three Tuesdays, and it's held over Zoom for safety. Uh, you can see the bulletin or the parish homepage website for additional information. And uh, lastly, we continue to appreciate everyone's cooperation and keeping one another safe and following safety measures. Reminder that also means that um, as you're exiting the building, visiting should be done outside. And then please leave your kneeler in the down position before you leave your pew for particular focus in sanitizing purposes. Together, let us please stand and pray. Nourished with this sacred gift, O Lord, we give you thanks and beseech your mercy. Pour forth your spirit. The grace of integrity may endure in those your heavenly power has entered. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. The blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. 
As we gather at your table, as we listen to your word, help us know, O God, your presence. Let our hearts and minds be stirred. Nourish us with sacred story till we claim it as our own. Teach us through this holy banquet how to make love's victory known. Gracious Spirit, help us summon other guests to share the feast where triumphant love will welcome those who had been last and least. There no more will envy blind us, nor will pride our peace destroy, as we join with saints and angels to repeat the sounding joy. 